What's up? It's the Weekly Wind Down with G and Key. Um, make sure you check out the Weekly Wind Down on Amazon and iTunes and Spotify and iHeartRadio and all that good stuff. Make sure we're doing what uh, we want to do out here listening to podcasts. Key. Yeah. I brought some wine today. You, while you were doing the intro, I looked over there. I heard you say freak show, but. Oh, you thought I was talking about something else? I don't know what I thought you were talking about, but that's the name of the, <laughs> the wine. Freak Show? Yeah. And it really is one of my favorites. Not this particular <laughs> one. Um, but, you know. Um, Let me see the front of that. It's a Freak Show. It, On the front is Michael really, and David's Freak, freak Show. Okay. Um, it's fire coming out of her mouth there. Is I that re- supposed to happen to me? It could. Mm. Um, so it's a vintage feel is nasty then <laughs> no but i do recommend it because um i just like freak shows they go down smooth there is like some <laughs> now, isn't that ironic the iron in the knee the freak show goes down smooth yeah so anyhow this particular one is a, a vintage zinfandel um ew ew <laughs> well it's a red which has been my preference lately. Um, but I haven't shared very many on here lately because I've been having a lo- wild previous <laughs> nights and I can't take it. But today is good. I got my freak show. Um, I decided to bring that fresh out. Um, so have some. You drink it first. I'm drinking all the time. <laughs> Let me watch you drink it again. Mm-mm. It's good. Uh-oh. Mm. It, it is a little bit more bitter than like my normal cab. You know I hate bitter. So I just want you to taste it. and then. This looks like the Welch's that we used to have at Communion at St. Luke down at Sardis. Well. It's staining the cup some. Look, look at me turning red. it around. Ooh. <laughs> just get to it. You don't. Looks like it'll coat your tongue. <laughs> it is going to coat your tongue. Oh, I can't breathe. Oh, God. It's, so ooh, anyway, it's, it's a Zinfandel. Wrong. It's a um, California Zinfandel. And. Ooh, God damn. <laughs> oh. Okay. I'm t- and My even, mouth is watering. It didn't even take all of that. Do you want some water? No, I got coffee over here. Mm. I mean, it's not bad, but I wouldn't. You know, Martin and Gina, they get the thing on the on yeah, the it's yeah. Got a little it bite. got me on both sides. Yeah, it's got God. a little bite. So anyway, if you're looking Ooh. for something to um, like, I chill mine um, because it's a little bit more harsh if it's you know room temperature. Um, that you, that's not bad. Well, there you go. Maybe I, well, you know, I like weird stuff. So the freak show seems legit. There you go. So it's a Michael and David joint. I'll what drink it says. this. Um, the cost is probably between maybe fifteen and twenty one dollars. Ooh, you're rich. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, but it tastes accordingly. I like it. Um, so it's in a green bottle if you're ever looking for something. But it's a 2018 Zinfandel. So they have a lot of different ones. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Zinfandel, like I said, is usually a white, and it's this is a red. This is not a white, so just oh, make okay. sure you don't get confused. Um, I could dig when you this. get that. Um, you can find it at your grocery store or any other um, What's, spirit. Store. Where you got it from? The Teeter. Okay. I, um, oh, I'm sorry. We have here's Teeter. I found um, this couple on TikTok yesterday. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's white lady and this white guy named Ben. 
Okay, of course. His I name saw is him. Ben. I saw him initially because he was taking the macaroni and cheese to her family's house for the cookout. Right, and it was like, y'all. She said, "You anxious to try um, Ben's macaroni?" And the mom was like, "Well, so maybe if he leaves a nutmeg out this time." <laughs> yeah, but be- anyway, Amber and Ben. Okay. And Ben, he brings Amber wine, and he says that she's the barefoot hoe. <laughs> oh, well. And she was like, I haven't been a barefoot hoe since college. And then she she said, I secretly love barefoot. Yeah, there you go. And so he brought her um, one that was, I think, what was it? It may have been the Zinfandel. Yeah. Something something like that. She drank, She said, oh, this is good. Yeah. And he tried it. He said, oh, shit, this is good. <laughs> so barefoot is, I mean... Barefoot, you can find for about four four ninety nine to nine. Oh yeah, you get it on sale. It's like four and five ninety nine. Yeah, and it's not bad. You have to find one that you like because I and guess, drink all of it. Don't try to save it because it's it's no good the next day. No, 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 no. You have to drink the whole <laughs> bottle. It's one of those. Um, but I, you know, can drink the riesling. I do like the riesling barefoot because it's not. It's kind of sweet. Um, also, Stella hose are out here. Stella hoes. Yeah. Now I hear people talking about they got to be Stella hoes because they act like that's top notch. It's not really okay. I'll say this. So is it like Spumante? <laughs> it got that bubble effect, you know what I mean? No, not always. It's just uh, fruity. So yeah, it's probably about five percent alcohol, and I would probably for my drinkers out there, I could, I would recommend you use it to chase, like liquor. Yeah, you would use. <laughs> you recommend the wine. <laughs> Yeah, if I mean, the Stella would be good. Stella black or red, you could use it to chase crowns. Have you done that? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but you could use the like peach or whatever to you know chase uh, Tito's or another vodka to have like a refreshing type oh, situation. Oh, bitch! I don't drink vodka. Well, <laughs> you could do it with rum. No, <laughs> hell no. What happened the last out. time you drank vodka? Um, okay, this wasn't the last time, but the goose definitely that bitch got more than loose. <laughs> she got gone. <laughs> <laughs> I was at hypnotic. Ooh, hypnotic. Drinking. That's a throwback. And I was drinking the goose straight because to me at that time it was smooth compared to what I had been drinking in yeah, college. Burnets and other things. Right. And I was like, oh sh- well, y'all didn't tell me. And I can't have it with ice because something with the water that is just like, uh-uh. So you're just drinking hot vodka out here? Room temperature. Don't mind my business. <laughs> That's yes. Okay. And then I got, I I knew I, I know my limit when I get there. Yeah. And I drank and I was like, oh, that was the one. It, and it's too late. It's like, that, <laughs> that was it right there. I got home, man, listen, I did make it home. The next morning, like, because this is when I stayed at home with my dad. And my bathroom was in my room. It was, like, literally three feet to the door from where my bed was. And I was on the floor laying there naked. Asking for forgiveness? (laughs) I couldn't get up and walk to the bathroom. I was just, and I told God, I said, please, (laughs) if you can get me, if I can get up from here, I won't touch it again. I don't know what year that was. I have not had Grey Goose since. (laughs) I and I didn't have vodka again until maybe maybe a, a couple years after Ciroc had hit the scene because yeah. I was like it's vodka I can't drink it so I that, cannot that's how I feel about it. I don't drink Ciroc anymore because of um it's just too much and it's too sweet and you could drink so much so fast Ciroc is too sweet well if you start getting into the other Ciroc's like Ciroc peach yeah I like Ciroc peach and yeah. I I don't know what I mix that with anymore but I like that I mix that with um white wine 
that that's, to make sangria. Okay. And then um, you can also drink too much sangria. There is such a thing as too much. Yeah, because it's all alcohol. <laughs> and you're mixing them. What do you mean? But you could um, make a great sangria with uh, your fruit, your My cousin Nidra is listening to this. Nidra, hey, get your pen and pad right now. Write this down. Um, you can use Riesling or Moscato. Um, you could do peach Syrah. Put peaches in there. You can put a little bit of, um, like any kind of your peach flavoring you get that you fancy. might use. Yeah, and then your fruit. You can make you a white peach sangria. People will love it because I, they don't know how drunk they're getting because they're used to just because it sangria. tastes so good. And yeah. See me, you you sound like you prepare for these things and have them at your house. No, I just throw everything. You know, I just have what I have. Yeah, well, at the house. If my baby got apple juice, we go find out what's good with this Hennessy. What? See, see how you know that. <laughs> Go. What you got? <laughs> Next. <laughs> you had that. What you got? Uh, I'm just saying. I used to. Um, I, that's how I found out that um, high C flesh and fruit punch is good with croissant pineapple roll. Yeah, that is good. That is not the not the tropical punch, but the flesh and fruit punch with croissant pineapple roll. <laughs> and the, the bomb. Yeah. Hey, don't judge me. <laughs> that's what I. My niece and nephew. Are you funneling? <laughs> um, that rum into the box since you're drinking out the straw I, out of the box. Or no, I wasn't that great. I was just okay. pouring it in the cup. Okay, well, I mean, that put some sense. ice on that. That's but good. I, I bet that is good. I haven't tried that. Mm-hmm. See, I think when you get older, you get a little bit more creative. You have to be. Oh, well, and then when you was, broke, you're creative too. So when this I was, was in college, and nephew we, days. When, um, back in college, we used to do a couple things. Oh, Everclear. Oof. The devil. But you can put Everclear really in anything, and people it, don't know it's there. Right, because they put Not it that in I'm a big, person. big coolers, <laughs> make hunch punch, omega oil, yeah, blue um, juice, blue juice. Um, what did the alphas do? Some kind of what? It, was it monkey oil? Ape juice. Oh. Ape something. Either way, it all has Everclear in it. Don't drink it if you're leaving um, high school to go to college. <laughs> you can drink it. Don't eat the fruit because you feel like, well, I'm not gonna drink. I'll just eat the whatever fruits in there. You will die. I think there are a lot of people who start off that way. They say, oh, I'll just drink the, I'll just eat, eat the, the fruit. fruit. Mm-hmm. You know, because they're better than people. They're like, oh, I don't want to drink that. Just, I put the fruit in there, drink it up. And my sister and one of her friends had to help me in the shower one time. This this was life. That was life. Shout out to. <laughs> Those years. The Cougars downtown Chuck Town, man. We had fun. Now, I don't know what these college kids doing now because it's so, you know, it's so much different. I feel so bad for them. They don't get the same experience. No, and they watered everything down by doing it early. You think so? Yeah, I think they've they've now gone to a place where they're doing things. Oh, yeah, they're doing drugs now. Yeah, they're doing drugs. They're starting, like, stuff way, way early. And then a lot of them have been smoking since, like, eighth grade. So what is that experience? Oh, they just keep smoking. You're talking about weed? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But oh, they yeah. start so early, it's not exciting when somebody has to smoke the first time or you see that in college. Or... I've never been excited to see people do drugs. <laughs> so, Wait. No. But you know, it's not excitement. But you know, well, you see more people doing that. Doing and they've drugs. Started, <laughs> they've started with the pills, and they've done all these different things, and they do that. That's and, weird. I mean, it's a lot. It is weird, but it becomes a norm. In college, I just had this random thought the other day, like how I could have had like an escort ring, and nobody would have known. Oh yeah, could have like done. I was like, why didn't I? You know me, because I'm like, no. Well, I, I think about the fact that I should have had OnlyFans. This guy, he approached me. Like, he, um, I worked in a computer lab, and he asked me to help him do something. This is a random person because it was public. They could come in. Right. He asked me to type something for him. I guess he said he couldn't see the screen. He gave me $10 to do it. I was like, okay. 
And it was something simple. Come to find out, he's an old guy. Found out he was, um, I don't know if he's from Florence, but he has property here. Because that's where I was from. And I told him, he said, oh, I got some property there. You know, I have some property there. Mm, Trying to sound out, you know, whatever. And he told me where it was. I know where that is. (laughs) And I'm not going to live over there. there. So he um, wanted you to join his property? Well, he was just telling me about himself or whatever. Then he he was like, well, is it okay, you know, if I need some other stuff done? And I was like, well, yeah, you know, I work here. I'll be here. You know, no problem. I'm like 19. I ain't, you know. Yeah. It's whatever. And... He hit me up one day. He was downtown, and he was like, he wanted to go to lunch. I was like, I thought I was walking somewhere because, you know, we had to walk down there. Yeah. With me and one of my friends, and he took he took us to, um, I think, maybe like Noisy Oyster. Oh, okay. Downtown or whatever. No thing. And then I think he had texted me when he was at the Francis Marion Hotel mm. just over here. And I'm just like, all right, bet. You know, I'm over here with my friends. We kicking it. I don't care. Yeah. And then he called me, and he was like, well, I can't believe you know, that I'm actually thinking, I can't believe I'm actually thinking this. Um, He was like, so I was wondering, he asked me to be his escort. I said, what? And you could have got bank. Yeah, but I'm like, you know, that's weird. I'm like, what do you mean? Yeah. He said, you know, I could pay you to like go to, you know, certain events and stuff with me. Well, one, I'm 19 years old. You look like my granddaddy, literally. They are going to know. That I am. Well, maybe you'd be inheriting the property. No, thank you. (laughs) But I was like, oh, hell no. Like, you ain't about, you know what I mean? You ain't about to get me in no sex trafficking ring, you know, beat me up and try to do all kind of stuff to me. Well, I mean, there's, like I said. But then now in hindsight, I'm thinking, I'm like, damn. (laughs) When life goes differently sometimes. Right. It's like, I could have got that. No, I was just thinking like, because at whatever events he was going to. There were going to be other people there. Yeah. And, you know, these old funny-looking white men, they pay for it. They do. And my roommate was a stripper. Oh, come on. I, did, I didn't I didn't. even put it. She got kicked out of, um, she was a strawberry girl. She got kicked out of the, um, the sorority house, and they found out she was stripping. Oh, so they made her come live with you? Well, they, well she had the option <laughs> to go live someplace else. <laughs> but, you know, she was staying on campus. Yeah. And she was like, she was trying to pay for her medical bills. This is the story she gave me. Because she said she's highly allergic to mold. And that's why she couldn't stay in the dorms. But here you are. In a dorm. In the dorm with them stripping. That money is good. I wish I had to call on the police on this boy. This guy she was dating. When I tell you, he, he rang our phone repeatedly. Looking for her? For about an hour. Oh, my God. And we were on the first floor. So he was standing outside the window. And I told I told her, I said, she's not here. She isn't here. Right. She had already broke up with him. She's not here. And I think I told, maybe I went to tell public safety. She's not here. He kept calling. Like, he had, five minutes later, he calling again, looking for her. Because she at work. She's stripping. Yeah. But, and I think, I don't know if I called her. She finally came home. And I was like, hey, boy, I've been calling here. I'm trying to sleep. She's like, oh, I'm sorry. She brought home another one. Hey. Another one was with her. Are you her friend on Facebook? No, I don't even remember her name. Dang. I'm trying to see how much money she made. No, no idea. And she tried to get me to come down to amateur night. She was like, you should come down to. No, thank you. And then I be- I don't know if the one that she brought home, I- he- I'm pretty sure he left because the one that was standing outside our window ended up <laughs> in our room. Oh my gosh! Like the next morning, and he was like picking up stuff, and 
Excuse me. He picked up, um, picked up my damn panties off of the floor. Thought it was hers. I said, "Those are mine." <laughs> he was like, "Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry." Yeah, <laughs> I'm so sorry. What? Yeah, I don't think I saw him again, and it, like, it was a different one the next time. And you don't remember her name? I have no idea what her name was. Well, because I was going to, I didn't have a roommate the first semester. Yeah, because the one that I was supposed to have, apparently, she got pregnant, and she didn't come back. Okay. And I I guess she didn't tell the people. So I had her phone number because, you know, they put the numbers on. I called and I was like, hey, can I speak to, um, I think her name was Lindsay. Like, can I speak to her? And they was like, who is this? And I told them. And who, they was like, um, I'll get her to call you. <laughs> and I just wanted to know if she See, was coming because so I weird. needed to arrange, you know, my space. Yeah. I just wanted to know if she was coming. Yeah, I don't care. At all. People be weird about that kind of stuff, though. Uh, yeah. But... You know, now, I think just the college experience is really different. It so, is. you got your roommates, you got your groups on Facebook, all these things that we weren't privy yeah. to, to get together and know people before you get there or whatever. You just kind of, when we were in school, you just had to get out here, mm-hmm. wing it. You might meet some people at orientation. You might know somebody from your school, but, yep. you know. I meet a couple school. people from the area that I had never known yeah. that were here. I actually met... um. The person that I was randomly talking to, like during the orientation part, ended mm-hmm. up being my roommate for the um the summer program, yeah. Spectra. Yeah. And then now she's my LS, and we're still friends now. I'm trying to get people. Um, they've changed the name of Spectra, so we're trying to get people to recognize what it is, so we can get people in Spectra. What is it now? It's just called a summer. They call it like a enhancement, like a program. But in order to go, you have to have a COVID vaccine. Oh. So they're losing some kids. Through that, but I, I mean, I get it, but um, they're yes. probably losing our kids for that. Well, that's only what that's who it's for, so that's the problem. <laughs> it's for it's for students of color. So since you have to have a vaccine in order to arrive, like in order to move in, mm-hmm. that's gonna that's hitting, hindering that. But shout out to College of Charleston for continuing that program and trying to to find a safe space for some of those students who are going there. We just got to figure out how to. Make it happen and really make a safe space for them. I wonder if I don't know if my cousin knows about that, but I don't know if you have to have. I don't think you have to have like a cert. It's not a certain GPA to get in. No, they got one for tenth graders going to eleventh grade now, and one for eleventh graders going to twelfth. At the spec during the spectrum, yeah, so it's like a pre spectrum situation. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, so they're really trying to. They trying in Charleston, but it's so expensive. It's expensive. it is. It's what is expensive? It? What is it this year? Twenty twenty one makes it what sixteen years out of there. It's making it's like Clemson is the most expensive school to go to, and mm-hmm. College Charleston is like basically the same and fell out a little bit less. That is crazy because I remember like the cost when I was there, and that's when they started. To, um, Lee Higdon was coming in as the new president. He started the twenty first um, century initiative or mm-hmm. something like that, and he said that he was going to try. He wanted to make it the Harvard of the South. Well, it's just so expensive to live there. You got to give credit scores and everything. Your parents got to sign in order for you to get a dorm. What? Certain dorms, yep. You have to have a... They got to give... You got to do your social security number so they could do a your deposit and all that. What do you do when you don't have somebody that's going to do that Boom. for you? That's what we're running into. Because that was me. Yeah. That's a lot of kids who go places. They're just trying to start... You don't have... Their, I, their, I, their, I didn't start have. out. Like that, like the story that, and I go back and I think about stuff like that, and it's just like I really did do that shit by myself. Yep. Like completely. That's 
That's crazy as hell. Like, you mean I need somebody credit score for me to cut for me? Something like, that I, I had yeah, nothing to, to do with? Somebody has to co-sign for your space. Your dorm? Yeah. In certain dorms. I stayed, and it's probably the one I lived in. And it was new. They didn't have a name for it. So on my ID, it said new building. Well, now? They named it, I think, after I graduated. They got a bunch of new spaces, and it's, that's where they running into. Probably all down Wentworth, because they had bought that place when Fa- we were there. Fancy. Fancy. That is crazy. My but, ass would have been. <laughs> well, if you don't know to home. call somebody or, you know, find somebody to help them, because there are ways to navigate around it. But if that's what they tell you, then you're out here searching for a way to get. Right. That taken care of. So are there like certain like stipulations for that? Like if I get the Pell Grant, like, you know, I can't, you know what I mean? Like I need this money. You probably live in someplace else. Yeah, I'll be in school someplace else. Cause now no, they're just going to give you a different dorm. Oh yeah, you can give me. I'll go stay at Kelly House. Yeah, they, but put they got, me in Barry. That's the girls' dorm. They, they'll, they'll, yeah. I think that they trying to maneuver that. They give you a different dorm. Yeah, they can. I don't need a fancy one because oh, they're yeah. probably doing the one that's like apartment style, and that's where I lived. Yeah, so they they probably will hook it up in a way. Yeah, go ahead and fix that to, up. They, they don't have to worry about that question anymore because that has become a thing. I bet it has become a thing. Like, yep. what do you mean? Like a lot of shit. People that got cash money don't have credit. Yeah. That's a whole, I mean, that's a big thing. I was raised to buy things with cash. My dad told me that if you don't have the money, then you don't need to go well, or I mean, be there that or have sense. it or own it. It's not yours. Right. <laughs> so. And it's just like, you mean to tell, like, I literally have, like, I have it, like, right here. I got more money than you probably gonna ever have Yep. anywhere. And you gotta have credit. And I need credit. I don't need credit because I can buy it. Yep. Like the same, you know, probably the same bank that houses my money. <laughs> telling me I can't get a loan yeah, because I don't okay. have credit. And that, and that is what has hindered a lot of people, particularly our people, um, and starting out different things or going different, taking different ventures, I understanding a, the process. One of my old hoes, I had to put him on because okay. that's how he operated. He was like, he had, you know, he couldn't. I think he was looking for a house, and he was like, he couldn't do it because his credit wasn't high enough. And I was like, what you mean? Because, like, the stuff that he had... Yep. He would buy with cash. Yep. Because that's what he knew. And I was like, you need to get a credit, like, just get a credit card someplace. Someplace that you, you just open it, like, buy something, pay it off. Yep. Someplace that you know you're not going to, you know, that you won't freak it too much. I think I got him a card at Victoria's Secret. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yep. but I mean. Did that know. help you out any? Nah. <laughs> you didn't get any Victoria's Secret stuff on the Victoria's Secret card? Yeah, I ain't, that wasn't, nah. Wasn't that kind of scene? Not for us. I mean, you know, I already got, you know, I already got my stuff. Like, what I do. <laughs> Just <laughs> like, asking. The stuff you buy me come from someplace else. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Of what we doing, you know, you don't need that. Not for me. Not for you. Well, yeah. My did see some of his, you know, one of his new beats, she would put it on Facebook. She loved it. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, that's cute. See, that's why I don't be putting stuff on Facebook because people like you. I, I didn't say anything. I was just like, oh, that's Which nice. Which you laughing to yourself. And so then for people like, well, for people like me too, because I giggled to myself. I, to myself. I didn't go out and say anything about, oh, help you get that card and you out here buying bitches' <laughs> lotions and shit. You know what I mean? Like that, because <laughs> I didn't care. Yeah. But I was just like, oh, how nice. <laughs> it's cute. I think that's good. I think... <laughs> I think there's a way we got to make sure that uh, we we leave you better than we found it, which is what I was saying on that. I don't need to make sure shit now. I, hey, I ain't got to make I, sure you better than 
But I, that's not my job. No, but you do leave people better than you I, I know that I do. That's what I'm saying. I guess we're not making sure. It's not really a thought process oh, yeah. for me either. Ain't no making sure. No, I'm going to just make sure you do what I like and what we, you know what I mean, while we're doing with, it. And with that being said, with you getting him to do the things that you like will probably be better. Oh, absolutely. That's all I'm saying. All of this on the job training. On the job training. <laughs> Out here making them better for some other ones. <laughs> That's basically what it ends up being. They you, go off and they do better. I thought about, um, I actually randomly thought about that. Like, the one that gets away. Yeah. I haven't had that experience. Like, uh-huh. I haven't had one where I was just like, dang, I wish. Now, I, I know that several of mine have been like, damn. I wish. I I know that for certain. Yep. And not to even, I don't bring it up, ain't no nothing, but I, I know that. And it's just like, well, I mean. Well, that's fair. I I have had, I was just not ready. Okay. I'm a free spirit. Yeah. <laughs> We're trying to wrangle her in a little bit more. We, we want her to be I free. I, yeah, but I think um, at the time, you know, I, the right the right person at the wrong time is still the wrong person. The right person at the wrong time is still the wrong person. And see, I think the timing does matter. It's not necessarily oh, the right absolutely person, does. but the timing just matters. Mm-hmm. And so I met some phenomenal men. Mm-hmm. I'm at different stages in my life, and I was just in different places. So now that I have kind of changed my thinking, not really changed my thinking, just kind of gotten older and mm-hmm. just see things a little bit differently. Um I think we're always, you know, in the 20s, you're looking or thinking that the next, like, that the next guy is coming. I can't think of a perfect guy, so I can't even give an example. But you're, whoever is your Prince Charming, whoever is your knight in shining armor, you think that he's coming. I, I, I had to think that, man, because my hose is out here running them up. Well, see, I think I'm not interested in having the hose anymore. I'm getting bored. What if the hose... Gave you some new excitement. Probably because they're doing the same shit. Maybe. Now, you get get you one that show you something new. You can be like, oh, well, this is it right here. And that's why he may not be local. Well, no. I, you know, I didn't care about local. Yeah, I'm just saying I think that maybe he's someplace else. Because I think, actually, I don't know. You think you scared him off? I think I probably scared a few <laughs> off. <laughs> but I think it's it's like now, I think people are expecting... The older guys I date or interact with, I don't know what they're expecting me to do. I don't like people, so I struggle because I don't like people telling me what to do. The older guys seem to be, like, a little bit bossy. Or they might be the ones that know what they want. Or they could be the ones that are getting what you watching? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I think it's the ones that, I don't know, they just, I find them to be, like, controlling in a way that I don't like. That's that's going to be your struggle. That is it right there. What? I That. Because you said it, you don't like for anybody to tell you what to do. And I mean any fucking body. <laughs> I just hate it. No. And it's just like, it's, it's not even like, it doesn't have to be like in a demanding or a bossy way. It's just, it could be a recommendation. And you're just like, nah, because that's not, <laughs> and you don't even have an answer. Like, yeah, I don't know. I don't have anything to offer for that. But because you said it, I don't want that one. I'm going to just try to come up with something else. And then like, you know, circle back and it's just like, well, yeah. They were right. Yeah. <laughs> just like, but they told you that the first time. And you're just like, yeah, I know, but I just had to, you know, I go this way. I struggle. My grandma said a hard head make a soft ass. 
did Joe lie to you yet? <laughs> she has never lied to me. The book of Joe. <laughs> I just feel like, um, and as I'm becoming okay with kind of being open to suggestions and those kind of things, I don't like feeling like I'm being managed. So that, I, that comes from your, you know where that comes from, fucking job. Oh. Yeah, you can't bring that shit home. I, I don't, Okay. That, I mean, that that's number sense. one. You can't bring that to the house. Somebody at work telling you what to do all day, and then you want to go home and then get on the people at your house. Yeah, so keep fucking around. You can have nobody in there bossing around, but Thundercat. <laughs> no listen. And he don't listen. <laughs> <laughs> so I I I do feel like that that makes a difference too. It makes me put it puts me in a situation where I'm always like, when people I'm like, okay, I listen to people. I'm functioning in a space mm-hmm. where I have to walk a certain way, talk a certain way, do certain things to be able to survive the job situation. Then I come home and I probably am a little bit more on edge than I would have normally been if I was in a different situation. Some of the jobs I had in the past were a little bit more free, but I don't like, not necessarily, it's like, I don't understand, I understand certain rules, but I don't like to be handled. Mm -hmm. And so I think that that does, you're right, um, trickle into yeah. Something the problem. You got to find a new, um, a whole new gig. <laughs> yeah. Like anywhere you go in that situation is going. That's what it's going to be. Yep. And I, I can't wait till I f- find like a twenty-eight year old at your house, just in there, and you'll be in there doing what he say. <laughs> it's. <laughs> I cannot wait. I feel like that. I, I, but I think that that is just a time. It's. It's just. I feel like, and it's just me on the outside mm-hmm. looking in. It's going to have to be somebody that is in position to do that for you. Now, okay. he can't, he, nobody ain't going to be senior. Right. But he going to have to be up there with him. The word he can say or do, you know what I mean? Yeah. I think I think I can agree with that. I feel like even in the dating now, um, some of the stuff is just ridiculous. But I'm also just not going to be picked up and put on the shelf and then picked up and yeah, you don't want to play be with, with. And, and then put pick, and put back. I'm just not like I enjoy. I really enjoy myself. I've gotten to the point where it's so it's so dope. Like I just when you have come to the point where you, I'm, I don't really have to have mm-hmm. in the car. Was it yesterday? I was going, um, I was going somewhere, and it was hot, and I yeah. just got like a whole sense of nostalgia. Like when it was just it was me. Yeah, going like got in my car and drove off to go someplace. Yeah. It was like whole, and I don't know where it came from. Yeah, I think it's really important for people to not just, and when I say people, myself included, I include myself in most of the things I'm talking about usually, um, to find that sense of self and be okay with that. So if once you become okay with you and all the things that have happened to make you who you are, because I don't think you can hate, there was a meme and I'm not a meme stealer. I actually hate meme stealers. But um, meme stealer is a person who reads something clearly from a meme and then makes it their like status or something, so that makes it weird. But what I'm saying is I actually agree with this. And um, it was saying how you can't hate your experiences that help you got to who you are. Why? You can't hate. You, you can't. You can hate it as in you may not have liked it, but you mm. can't totally neglect or disregard that experience. that helped you evolve into the person that you are. Oh, no, you can't. And no. I think that that is big. I think once you've accepted it, when something has happened, um, it helps you move through experiences a little bit better. Yeah, I think that's more it, like the lines of you can forgive, but don't forget. And see, me, I ain't, I'm doing neither. <laughs> I'm going to remember that. 
and I don't have to forgive you. And it's and it's okay. Yeah. I'm not angry about it. I just don't No, you don't get off the hook for that. <laughs> and I'm not sorry. Yeah. Well, I think that's that's growth in a way that a lot of people are trying to get to because I think I'm there now. I don't need to hear you say you're welcome. I'm sorry. I meant, you know, I don't need to hear any of your other stuff. I don't need to hear all your excuses. I don't need to hear hear actually any of that. So I'm at the point now where I don't have to do that. And so I think that has been good for my own psyche, my mental health. Yeah. Speaking you of mental wait, health. Wait until you get to where you don't give a shit. Yeah. Speaking of mental health, is May is um, Mental Health Awareness Month. Is it? It is. And I think it's kind of like the hashtag is like break the stigma or something like that. Stop the stigma on mental health mm. and mental health awareness. And I think um, just as we share a lot here and there on this show, I think it's important for us to be mindful of mental health and be mindful of our own space mm-hmm. and making sure it's a healthy space. Um, black women is the highest number of new cases of anxiety and depression. I don't think that's new necessarily. I think it's newly diagnosed. Yeah. They're recognizing that we suffer from that as well. Right. And that we aren't crazy Mm -hmm. or angry. Yes. And I think that's something. We're tired. We are tired. There's several things. So there's some signs that just um, in studying the mind and therapy and those things that I try to tell people to look for. And it's when you feel like sometimes, so you're really tired you know, you're worrying about things you can't control. You even worry about things you can't control, but then you have done so much worrying or thinking about that, you kind of get stuck, so you feel helpless. Yeah, and that comes from, like, a very young age. Like, last time you touched on it briefly, and you said, um, you mentioned about the young girls having to help raise their siblings. Yeah. And, you know. Yeah, because their mama. It starts there. Okay. I agree with that. Like, very young, like, you have to help. Mm-hmm. Do any and everything. And I mean, it's just like something as simple as fix them something to eat. Yep. And then it'll be, you know, help them do their hair. Help them with the homework. Help them put the clothes on. Give them a bath. You know, put on the bed. You're right. Like, watch. I need to go someplace. Watch it. You know, watch out for your sisters and your brothers. I'll be back. Now you're babysitting. All the time. To the point where you can't even do the things that you, you would want. You, you wouldn't want to participate. Kid. You can't be a kid. You can't go outside and play because you got to watch your kids. You can't. Right. You and can't cheer, on, you can't play <clears throat> softball, can't play baseball. Not even that age, because that's the time where they want to do it. I mean, as far as, like, as young as, like, 9, 10. Yeah. And so now they feel like they have to do that. Well, I can't because I have to. And I have to do that because nobody else is here. Yeah. I got to do it because my mama said, or my daddy said, and I have to stay here, and I got to make sure that they're safe. Yeah. And it's like, well, nobody's watching out for you. And then you'll be on her ass when you get home and something isn't done. Why you ain't fold the clothes and the thing? Well, because these other kids, they've been in here losing their mind the whole time you've been gone. Right. And they don't listen to me. Yeah, because I'm not their mom. Exactly. Or when they get older, like it's a resentment situation with the mom and that child because the other children listen to the older sibling and not the parent. Right. Like the parents say, go in there and do, you know, whatever. And they just kind of, you know, give them some attitude or whatever. Yeah. And then the other one might come out and look at them and then they run off. You know, like how um, Bernie Mac show, how Vanessa was? Oh, yeah. And, like, they wouldn't listen to Bernie at first. And then Vanessa would come around the back and she'll look at him and they haul ass. 
That's or they'll go do exactly what it was. Yeah. And that wasn't because of how she was at his house, but because of where she came from in Chicago. Right. You know, the mama was on drugs and it was her that was in the house doing that. They did a good job on touching on that. They, that they did a very good yeah. job of that. And then when you get to the point of when she wants to do something for herself mm-hmm. and it's just kind of weird. Like, I like doing this, but you know what I mean? Like, it's kind of weird for me to do some stuff on my own. Yep. And and actually be allowed to do it. I think that does happen a lot. And a lot of the children I work with, they the ones that express that, it is that they have felt some sort of, um, they are compelled and they feel like that's a part of their responsibility to then take care of. They have to. Or they don't want to go off. Like, it's their turn to go. Right, it's their to turn go. to go. Yep, we're and they're like, I can't because I can't leave them. Yep. I can't because who's going to watch out for my brother and sister? Well, your mama should have been doing this or your dad, you know what I mean? Or your parents. And even when the parent says, no, go ahead, you can go. They don't even know how to function with that because they've never had the opportunity to really go. They have to really process that. And a lot of times those young people end up pregnant, pregnant, coming home. Or on the opposite end, they be out here, hey, I'm never never coming back here. Yep. Get this off of me because I am never going back. My little cousins, they used to think that I was so crazy. <laughs> I told them, I said, hey, you better get from around here. You better go. Because they have, it's, um, it's like six girls. Of course, mm-hmm. they love their sisters, you yeah. know, the oldest ones. But they were in that situation. It was like, I got the, you know, she was put, and I, I would be in there, and her mama would be fussing at her. Like, fix them something to eat, you know, do their hair or do whatever. And, like, they stopped. My grandma stopped with me. I think they might have told me something. Like, one or two times, I said, hey, her mama's sitting right there. I'm not. I'm not doing anything. Her, their parents are in here. She's like, go over there and help. No, I, because her mama is sitting right there. See, you always were rebellious. That's not being rebellious. That's not my responsibility. No, but I'm just saying. I can I'm, see a, how I'm a. I'm a teenager. That. That, yeah. But don't call it that. Because see, right. stuff like that makes that adds to the problem with these other ones. Oh, making, absolutely, making them feel like they're wrong for doing it. Absolutely, we're not wrong. Right. I, that is not my responsibility to help take care of your children. Fucking period. Well, do you know how many, if you think about, if you had to guess a percentage of households who are like that? I would have to, I wouldn't be able to give a fair assessment of that because I would have to know, like, the situation. Like, it is, I would say it's predominantly in single parent homes Mm -hmm. because a lot of times that parent has to go work and leave, you know, and they can't, may not be able to afford, you know, like childcare. Right. You know what I mean? Stuff like that. So I would have to know that situation. So I would say maybe whatever the percentage of single parent homes is, whether it's, you know, whoever the, you know, the parent is, mom or dad. Right. I would say I would give it a good 80, 80, 85 percent of those homes. It's a lot. It's a lot. And then I think coming from where people who are advising or counseling or helping them in the school setting don't understand that dynamic or aren't even looking for that that dynamic and or, or unaware because unaware. if I'm dealing with if I'm high school yep. I don't I don't know anything about your siblings that are in elementary school because those aren't my students and we oftentimes find out about that in the most interesting ways right and yeah. so we're dealing with people um and, you know in school counselors or therapists and people that's why it's so important people to say well get somebody that looks like you well you know the kid can't choose who their their principal or whoever it is in their schools and so they go and confide in whomever and a lot of times we don't see those things until it's late in the game where we could have helped differently so mm-hmm. oh don't ask the you know i won't say ask the right questions but you just don't know and then right. when it comes up just like what, what my god why didn't you tell me just like you never asked yep 
Because we coming in checking boxes. You, right. Because you asking me about these grades and I told you I didn't. You know, I'm tired. I'm mm-hmm. sleepy. Mm-hmm. Well, you need to get up. Well, I mean, you know, why I'm don't sleepy. You, why don't you log in on virtual? Why are you not logging in? Right. Well, I, I got to help yeah. get the other ones logged in because they virtual too. Yeah. I got to do all of that. And then when I get off, I got to go to work. Yep. I got to get off my job and I go home and then that's when I have the time to do, you know, like my schoolwork. After I help get the other ones together yep. to make sure that they do their stuff. Yeah. And so now all of, we're back up. I did, I'm My bad. I'm late because I had to fix. You know what I mean? They got to eat. Right. We have to eat. I have to do that. And I got to do that because, you know, my mom or my dad, they work 12-hour shifts. That's She's right. been gone since 530 because she got to get to work at 6 o'clock. And that is where I think we could do a better job in tapping into the mental health of young people as well as other women. And mm-hmm. men who are raising children um, so that those children, we can stop those children having to heal later mm-hmm. because it's a cycle. So or just, trying. Yeah. But see, the thing is, is like what happens is most of the time when you're older, because that is your life, because that's what you've been accustomed to. You don't right. know any different. You don't know that that's a problem. Right. Because it's just like, oh, and not until you see something else. Kind of like the situation like. You don't know what anybody else's household is like until you go to somebody else's house. That's right. And you're just like, oh, wow. You just assume based on what you have on the outside. Mm Mm-hmm. Because you you don't know. It's just like, this is, oh, well, do we do it like this at our house? Then you go home like, mom, did you know that, you know, you can do, you know, they do this over at, you know, such and such house. I didn't know that because, you know, I don't. Well, I think we we run away from some of the realities that are in other people's households. And so if we don't go. Or if we don't, it's easier if we don't know. Even though you kind of do know, mm-hmm. particularly those of us who do know better or trying to do better or trying to heal ourselves based on whatever. Um, so it's just really important. And I wanted to mention Mental Health Month because um, there is a stigma. And a lot of students and young people and mothers and fathers and families who don't believe that they need the help that they actually do need because mm-hmm. what they're combating is like trauma. Oh, it's like Wait. systemic drama. Too, Ooh, yeah. We got we do a whole show on that shit. Yeah, a whole show. And so with it being we'll talk outside of May, of course, on mental health. But I do think it's important for us to recognize that there is work to be done. Absolutely. Um, and we need to make healing the norm. Yeah, it's it's too much. You know, we need to make healing the norm and we need to move forward with that. Um, but other than that, I just want to say um, there's all sorts of research out there. Go out there and don't let people just put you on any kind of medicine. Mm. I'm speaking particularly to black women. Mm. Um, the new pres- the, the new prescriptions are often like sertraline or Wellbutrin or mm-hmm. some type of um, antidepressant mm-hmm. that has a lot of um, side effects. There's a lot goes with that. So make sure that when you are being prescribed these things and make sure that you take um, time to do the research. And don't just put anything in your body. A lot of these things have to be taken forever. Yeah. In order for them to work. And so they alter your actual state mm-hmm. to a point that when you, you know, it's not something you take for a little bit of time. It is a prescription that you will continuously be, you know, up the dosage, lower the dosage, up yep. the dosage, lower the dosage. So um, just be mindful of that as you do that, even though that's easily the per, the prescription that's out there for a lot of us. Mm-hmm. Um and anxiety and depression shows itself in a lot of ways. Yep. Um, OCD, ADD, ADHD, um, sleeping, aches, headaches, 
chronic headaches. Um, so what you're seeing those tension headaches, um, a lot of those different things that you will see that are consistently problematic, maybe related to something with your mental health. So make sure that, you know, stomach aches, nausea, oh, constipation, God. all those different things can be. And a lot of those things can be altered um, naturally. Right. But you have to know or figure out That's where right. it's coming from. That's right. As I don't think it's something you, I think you can um, handle those things naturally in a lot of cases. Or, or to eliminate some stuff. That's I right. had a, um, this job I hated going to. Job wasn't bad. It's, it's just the fuckers that I work with. It's just like, why are y'all bothering me? I don't like your aura. I'm coming in here and it's just all, oh, it getting on me. Yeah. Like my stomach would literally hurt every time I pulled in the parking lot. Right. Like literally, like physically, I got stomach pain. And it got to it got to the point to where I had to go. I went to the doctor, and he was like, "Well, you know, I don't, there's nothing, there's nothing, right?" And I'm just like, "Well, why is my stomach like it's hurting? I can't like I'm having physical pain, right?" I went and had a CAT scan and everything, came back completely normal. And the guy he prescribed some. He said, "I can." He said, "This is what I would normally give." He said, "But I don't feel like you need this." He said, "But you can try it to see if it works." Right. And my body is I don't like drugs. My body is one that's like, hey, what what is this? Because we don't we not we don't need this. We're not fucking with it. Right. So and I've learned that if I don't need it, it'll make me sick. So I took it maybe for three days. Yeah. And I was just like, Yeah, this isn't the medicine's making me feel bad. It's making me feel bad because I don't need that. Right. And it was it was the job. Like it was that distress factor indicate like as soon as I got to the parking lot, it was on. And then I was home sick, I think maybe after my appointment. And I got the phone call about a new job. I sent I sent them hoes an email from my phone. <laughs> Effective. <laughs> I will go. no longer. That's and right. you will get the hard copy when I come back into work. Yep. And that that was that. Hasn't happened since. Well, you have to eliminate the stressor, but you have to also be able to identify that. That's what I said. You have to know what it is. Yeah. And I knew that it was something with, I knew it was that job. Because yeah. I did not hurt any other time other than when I got there. Right. Like I could leave. <laughs> Believing, you know what I mean, yeah. and then I would feel better. Well, and a lot it, of times that that is the case with so many different things. Yeah, particularly with you know, you think about your kids. You know, kids say, "Oh, they don't want to go to this person's house because they stomach hurt or hurt, or they don't feel well, or they don't want to go to school because they got a right. stomach ache." And automatically, we're like, "Get up and go to school." Oh you, no, no, this the one. You'll feel better when you get there. Yeah, I used to feel worse. I was fine <laughs> when I left the house, but now that I'm here, I don't feel good. So I think it's important for us to make sure that we um, just are in tune with our feelings. And then if we're um, helping loved ones, help them kind of be in tune and kind of tr to identify those stressors. Um, but just wanting to bring light to that this mental health month. Yeah. I got um, Memorial Day is on tomorrow. Yeah. You, do you do anything? You celebrate that? Um, I celebrate because I don't have to go to work. There you go. Do you know the difference between Memorial and Veterans Day? This yes. is the one. Please tell them, though. All right. So Memorial Day is for those, our soldiers, the U.S. soldiers that have fought, been soldiers, active military, that are no longer with us. They have died. It doesn't have to be, at, you know what I mean, in the act of war. They don't have to be, you know, working or active at the time. These are the people that have, have been enlisted, period, and they have gone on. They have died. This is That's for right. our soldiers that have died. Veterans Day. It's for those that live that have served. That's right. Veterans Day is November the 11th. Right. And people get it confused every single time. Every time because they just see military. 
every single time. It's just like you don't even know what the difference is. What about Confederate Memorials Day? I wrote that shit down. Let me tell you something. <laughs> I don't know what Confederate Memorial Day is, and I, quite frankly, I don't give a shit. I just know. Do you yeah. know how we got it? Tell us, because I, I, I I'm not sure. I just know people didn't come to work. Yeah. So I didn't know about that until I started working for the state government. I used to work with Department of Revenue. And we were off like when I was like, what holiday is this? Confederate Memorial Day. And I yeah. said, what is this shit? When did when did we get Confederate Memorial Day? So Confederate Memorial Day came about because we got Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Yeah, in South Carolina. In South Carolina. The yeah. first time that they celebrated, um, because it was a federal thing, I think maybe like since like eighty six. I think the feds made it a holiday in 83. They started uh, recognizing it in 86. South Carolina did not recognize Martin Luther King Day until the year 2000. <laughs> yeah. And I and I was like, cause, and I remember that because I was in high school. Yeah. And that was the first time I had been out of school on MLK Day. Right. And I was like, why are we out? <laughs> you know, not knowing. And it's yeah. like, because it's MLK Day. Oh, really? Because this year, it comes every year. We've never been out of school. Right. So now they recognize it as a federal holiday. So the compromise in South Carolina for us to get that was they had to recognize Confederal, <laughs> Confederate Memorial Day. Isn't that something? So in order for us to get MLK Day to mm-hmm. be recognized as a holiday, they had to get that. Well, you didn't mention explaining us the difference between the Confederate soldiers who died. Oh, versus- we don't give a shit. <laughs> didn't they lose? They lost. Why is South Carolina so ridiculous? It. Because they're crazy as hell. Yeah, we don't mind being the first one to stick our toe out there in the dumbass water to do something dumb as hell. I mean, I can't say that we don't give a shit. Let me let me correct. Let me South backtrack. South Carolina has tradition. I, me, key, I <laughs> do not care. South Carolina has a Period. tradition for being uh, out there the first to be wrong a lot. Uh, would, I mean, do you expect anything else? I don't. I don't. It's disappointing, but I definitely don't. Um but yeah, Memorial Day. Um, a lot of us will celebrate being off, yeah, and because we don't ha- necessarily have anybody directly in our family that may have passed away in combat or I'm died in memorial. You know, so I I recognize it, but yeah. you know, I, it's always been kind of distant. Well, not always, but kind of for me. So um, as I prepare, and I'll leave with a a list of what we as we prepare for our vacation going forward. I know a lot of people are getting off for the summer. I know a lot of people do work all through the summer, but. Um, I do have a list of five things as you prepare. Now, I'm not sure. Let's go. I, I, you know, I'm going to start at the bottom of the list, what you should be doing this summer. G's list of what you could be doing this summer. <laughs> Let's see. Number five, travel someplace new that you've never been. Don't necessarily have to go with somebody who's a close, close friend, but travel someplace new. Mm-hmm. Use Kaleidoscope travel. I, hey, <laughs> and don't ask me about um, any place that's oceanfront that's not near the ocean. <laughs> uh, yeah. If you're trying to go someplace and you just think it might be near the ocean because it's hot. No. Check with key. Number four, travel someplace old, but then find something new while you're there. So someplace you're comfortable with that you can just, that you've been doing the same thing there over and over again. Cause people get on people about going to Myrtle beach, but it don't matter. Right. Go, go wherever you feel like going. If that's where you can afford to go, if that's right. where you can, you have time to go, go, go. And then go some, maybe try to look up some places you haven't been. Go to there Atlantic some place. You plan to go to Myrtle Beach? Go down to Atlantic Beach. That's right. Small town in between Myrtle Beach and um, North Myrtle Beach that actually is still black owned. That's right. Go, go and stop worrying about what people think about where you're going. Whatever it is that you go, go to Atlantic Beach and go to the Dollar Journal or the store or something, buy your pack of gum, some chips or something, put some money yeah. into the town. Yeah, do, do something there. Uh, number three, make some easy money. So something that you may not, 
um, think about as being something that might be, I guess, too tedious, but something that skill that you may have. There's ways to make money out here. COVID, the uh, quarantine has taught us that you can make some money doing some things that you may not have thought people mm-hmm. would pay for. Yeah. But do that. You know, even if you want a little at-home job, work from home, work for Home Depot, answer the phones, don't. Whatever you feel like doing, um, do make some easy money. Number two, find a hobby and a time limit on that hobby. So if you want to learn how to play the guitar, then learn how to play the guitar. If you want to learn how to, you know, play the piano, go ahead and do that. But then don't wear yourself out. So if once you've done it for about six weeks, if you're like me, you'll get bored. Move along. <laughs> Move along, find a new hobby or plant something. And don't expect your plants to show up in six weeks, but that's my problem. I want to start planting things tomorrow <laughs> on Memorial Day and... I won't have any plants, and I'll call Key at the beginning of July upset because I don't have any plants. <laughs> Number one on my list, G's list of things this summer, is absolutely fucking nothing. I don't want to yeah. do anything. Yeah, I don't want to do a damn thing. I want people to see what you're doing, what I'm doing, and see if I want to go. And I'm going to say, you know what? No. And it's what do you mean? No. What do you what are you doing with nothing? <laughs> nothing. I am so beat, and, and many of you are feeling the same way. I am not doing anything. You can call me, and I might consider it. And if you want to come do nothing, too, that might work. That's. <laughs> but I, I spent years doing that. Me and my best friend, like, what are you doing? Nothing. All right, well, I'm about to come over there. That's right. Let's do nothing together. Just literally go over there and go to sleep. Yep. Like, and she would sleep. She's weird. She would sleep on the floor. <laughs> hey. Just have a pillow on her blanket and roll up on the floor. And I might get on the couch and we take naps and wake up and be like, all right, well. That was fun. I'll holler at you. Yes, exactly. <laughs> take time for you. Do nothing that's cool. Don't feel pressured to start a business. Don't be pressured by Facebook um, bullies to do all kind of weird stuff. You don't need a journal. You don't need to read a book. Yep. You don't have to do anything. Just do yep. whatever you want to do. And that's number one on my list. You know, G always is down. I mean. Hey. For no- and if you're doing nothing, you know. Like he said, invite a friend. Chances are they need to do nothing too. Sometimes right. your closest friends don't even know. Yeah, that you coming over. I be to, hey, Miss Kennedy, what are you doing? Oh, well, she ain't here right now. Oh, all right then. Well, all right, I'll wait. Let me <laughs> right, and they have I, nothing planned. Right, I'm just coming. I'm just over here. That's right. And it wouldn't be weird. <laughs> just, just like, oh, well, Kendra came by here today. You know, hey. Well, there's nothing. Sometimes it's just nothing that needs to be done at all. Pay bills, keep your lights on, do nothing. That's my number one recommendation. So where laughter is the best medicine and wine is better with friends, whether it's your weekend rewind or a chance to unwind, join G and Key in our weekly safe space where we discuss life, love, and all of the above. And you can follow us on Instagram at the weekly wind down. That is the weekly wind down with a Y. You can also send us an email at the weekly wind down at gmail.com, the weekly wind down at gmail.com. And ladies, particularly I'm talking to the black women out here, take care of your mental health. Take time for you. Make time for you. You can do everything for everybody, but there has to be there has to be a limit. There has to be a time. Take care of yourself, even just for a few minutes a day. Take time to do absolutely nothing.